Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is the fast future of encryption in healthcare. My pleasure to welcome to the studio Tim Riley, who's CEO with ZSX. Tim, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Happy to be here, Tom. Thank you. So, Tim, I don't need to tell you, I don't need to tell our listeners, the healthcare sector has undergone an unprecedented digital transformation over the past quarter year. In fact, many of them did it over a weekend in March. But if you take a step back now, what would you say are the ramifications for data security of this rapid transformation? It's probably the most concerned I've seen in the last five, 10 years. And here's why. Rightfully so, healthcare needs to be at the forefront, uh, especially in a pandemic like this. The question becomes, with more data being generated, especially since there's telehealth now and all the devices, and there was one university hospital we've talked to recently that said they've seen a 700% or X increase in online uh, appointments. Now imagine how much data that is. So here you are stuck in the middle of legacy with all the data that still needs to be uh, normally encrypted. And now this new world where that is 700x greater and it's not going to stop. And uh, I think uh, the OCR realized that. And I, I think we all know it was March 18th. They said they're going to waive all the HIPAA requirements. They they weren't stupid. They knew that there was no way they could respond to this pandemic and still keep all the security checks in. And that's where I think the concern comes right there. The immediacy that a health crisis like this is presenting is such a temptation. I'll give you the top three verticals that need encryption, federal, financial, and healthcare. And think about it. What does federal do? They protect our, our way of life, our you know, infrastructure, everything like that. What is financial? Well, they protect our finance and our money. What does healthcare protect? Pretty much everything about your well-being, who you are, all your personal secrets almost. And out of all three, which one is the least amount encrypted? It's healthcare, but it's the most important to people. And you'll survive if you don't have money. It won't be good, but it's hard when all your personal information is out there. Uh, so that to me is the ramification I worry about the most is data is being generated at a rapid rate beyond anything we've comprehended specific to healthcare and the need to service and be there as the frontline first providers that healthcare needs to be uh, have caused security to be cast to the wind to a certain extent. And encryption was never seen as that first or second security item. It was always, um, identity access control, of course, and monitoring. Well then, oh yeah, what about encryption? So there you have it. Look at that. Data security more than ever has no, is exposed and encryption needs to be there, but it wasn't seen as a priority before and it definitely isn't right now. Well, you make a good point, Tim, because encryption was a challenge before March. How do you see data being exposed in new ways now to threat actors in today's new healthcare threat landscape? Uh, if your audience is familiar with DevOps and the exposure that comes with this amazing new methodology and technology that comes with that, um, the digital transformation has created 
these new initiatives that say, hey, look, I've got all this data. There has to be a way to you know, slice and dice it that gives me analytics and gets value for me, gets value for the end user and the patients and is a cost saving for hospitals. All those are great things. And yes, we're seeing them all adopted. DevOps is one of the main methodologies, how to get there. And uh, two of the main technologies, which I'm not sure if your audience is too familiar with, is containers and Kubernetes. Um, Essentially, you're taking everything and putting it in a container so you don't have to have a virtualized entire server. You just have a container that deals with exactly what you need. Well, what's happened then is what happens when you have 700 instances of people with their at the edge with their devices, like you and I right here, talking all this personal information, it goes back, it might go through a Epic or a Cerner or whatever, goes back to their database. And well, now all of a sudden you have just those little instances all over these box uh, servers. And if you get into one, you get all of them. So containers have the whole there. Kubernetes does its best to manage those containers and orchestrate them over thousands of servers could be anywhere geographically. Imagine the exposure. Look at that, one guy gets in, gets a key, one key, the, the access management, you get an identity, you get their encryption key, you decrypt and you have access and you can get free reign to all of that. That is a huge exposure. So how do we limit? You'll never completely stop it. I'm sure your viewers understand that. Nothing's ever 100% in life nor is security. There's always going to be a way. We strive for 100, may wind up 98, 99, which is as good as you're going to get. So how do we get to 99% in this new technology? You need to make sure you have things encrypted and you need to make sure you limit what people can get to. And I think what we've decided upon is, yes, we have to ally ourselves with access management and uh, monitoring and audit and logging. Uh, vendors, but they need us too. You need encryption. It's kind of the third leg of the stool. And if you need encryption, can it protect in this new world order of DevOps? And trying to take what I consider legacy, which is still very, very important, the way that it was structured, the way the technology was architectured, and move that over and apply that to this new world of containers and Kubernetes, it doesn't translate you're just as exposed. And that's where we get excited because we were able to re-architect from the ground up encryption to protect in these new environments. I get concerned because again, we're running into the same playbook. Like legacy, encryption is an afterthought. And if you're now in this triage mode where everyone is in parking lots and you've got devices everywhere and you're still trying to leverage this new technology, you're, you're exposed beyond all belief. So if encryption's an afterthought and these new technologies are great optimized and helping everyone, there's an exposure there that further to your first question really concerns me more than what the market's been like in five to 10 years ago. Glad you brought up legacy because we spent a good time talking about digital transformation. But as you point out, so many legacy systems and processes are still in play. What are the biggest gaps that you see there? I think there's an education and a level of confidence in the technology. I think just the word cryptographic, it doesn't matter if you're in IT, that's still, it's, it scares some people. I say it to my daughters and they look at me and roll their eyes. 
Um, as long as you're dealing with uh, your DBAs and they just have to make sure the servers work, they function, they provide the reports and the data and the form that they're being asked, they have basic protection, life is good. Back to the point of HIPAA and of the other, the, one of the three, the verticals, healthcare, having to have their data encrypted. It's, I think it hasn't been enforced enough. And you hope that, you know, the Office of Civil Rights does a job of, you know, when they catch the breaches, you have to report them, right? It's up to them to report the breaches. Once the breaches are reported to OCR, I think you and I coined it the same way. It's the wall of shame. And you do not want to be on the wall of shame. So do you learn from that? Of course you do. And all of a sudden, the greatest lead gen for an encryption company is a breach. And we can then knock on the door and hopefully they lessons learned and then they see the importance. Everyone else, maybe they've been breached, but it wasn't significant enough to report. Move the next step back. People understanding and wanting to embrace encryption. And that's where it breaks down. And I think there's an education process to say, one, I know you've already established your legacy system. Like we said, if you're already moving digital transformation to the other side, you still got legacy. Somebody might go, it's a little late to put in encryption. It's going to shut down my system. It's going to, I'm going to be out of pocket. I'm going to have to deal with consultants on prem for a year. All of the things that are a burden that come with initiating a new software into your infrastructure. Well, for us, just to give the plug, we are able to do encryption for data in place. So you can actually just install, point it out, whatever server, wherever the data is, and it's instantly encrypted. That's huge because, again, you, you're going to have DBAs who say, I don't know much about encryption. I don't have a security group. My CISO doesn't exist. I have a CIO in this group, and I'm also in charge of figuring out a way to be in compliance with HIPAA and HITECH. And that's where we can provide a lot of value. But I think the confidence level in what encryption brings isn't there either. You don't see people at the top taking it serious until it's too late. And I don't know if I have said it enough yet, but the importance of that data and the importance of encrypting it, there's a chasm there that, you know, besides education and being breached, it's a tough one to, to cross. And I, I hope that if we make it simple enough, my one uh, VP of engineering says it all the time, if our software doesn't impact performance, it's transparent. It's easy to install and maintain, and it's you know it's got a favorable cost. Why wouldn't you? If suddenly encryption is as easy as passwords, why wouldn't you do it? And that's what we're trying to bring in more of a philosophy to the market is encryption's important, and we can do it easy enough for you. We made it simple, so why not? Uh, and I want to borrow a phrase from hockey and talk about where the puck is going. Where do you see the future of encryption in the healthcare sector? This is a good one, and I've had a lot of time to think on the importance of encryption. I think no matter what, you're going to have a multi-factor authentication. So your access and identity will, will continue to be good. I mean, there are ways my one chief security architect tells me how you can get around it, which, again, he's, I'm glad he's on our side. And um, you know, the audit and monitoring piece of it, that will always be, there'll be a cat and mouse game of how do you hide as somebody's watching you. And if you get through those two lines of defense, then you have the, as I like to put it, the castle, 
you have the moat, the drawbridge, the walls, the guards, the search, the towers, everything. But you get inside, you have free reign. So you've got to protect the data itself. And my concern is everyone's so focused on the infrastructure right now, they're forgetting about the data. This is an opportunity for people to go, okay, I see this new DevOps, I see this new Kubernetes, and that, I mean, if you look at the market, Kubernetes, you can't, you can't trip over enough words, Kubernetes out there, every other minute on uh, your Google alerts. Um, and I do think it's the future, I really do. You see like the larger companies, like um, a Red Hat, a VMware, uh, HP, and then the three cloud providers all really embracing it, because they're right, they're right to embrace it. It is the future, protecting data in it, there's a struggle because just like before, they, you almost are, you know, if you don't understand, learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. I, I feel that's a concern is before the legacy, like we talked about. Was it completely adopted? Did everyone out there adopt encryption? No, of course they didn't. So are we going through it again here? Yes, possibly. Hopefully this time around, people like me and everyone else in the industry is raising a flag going, guys, let's do it right from the beginning this time. So, securing the data needs to be put in the front for once. And we have that ability finally, think about it. If you're just about to implement Kubernetes and DevOps and the containers, we can say, hey, look, haven't you been scared enough already? We can help encrypt you and get that, get ahead of the game. So I, I see the digital transformation pushing uh, the limits of optimization of DevOps and any other technology. I'm sure there'll be something else beside beyond Kubernetes containers. There's always some hot new thing beyond that, right? But I would say the race for the, the golden goose is how do I take all this data, optimize, save myself money, provide value and everything, and yet still protect my data. I, that, that's, a, that's a big formula. And I can just tell you from protecting the data, I can help you out. But let's make sure this time around, when we make this advancement into DevOps, we bring security and protection of data with us. So the future is this tech, and I hope this time around there is more of an emphasis on security. Tim, talk to me about Zetaset for a moment. How are you helping healthcare entities to protect their data? That's great. Well, thank you. I, I, in the last year, We've had, I think it's one of the easier times with the value prop. At that point, the sales cycle is your biggest challenge and that one is pretty standard enterprise-wise. But outside of that, a lot of times when people knock on your door, they're more than interested. They, they just need to learn the, the product and how quickly can we do an eval and move forward with a PO. And why I say it that way, which is exciting to anybody, whether it's your exec team, myself, your board members, or the market for that matter, is you have people now that need it. And we're there to help them. And this is where the legacy is coming in right now. Is people, I'll give you one example. We had one, well, that was a, uh, they collected data from all the major health providers. And all of them made them have business associate agreements, which is what you're responsible to do by the OCR. And when they check off the boxes, like for instance, Anthem was one of their uh, customers. They said, no, you're not getting any more of our data until it's encrypted. It's, it's odd. This company has been around for, I think, 10 years. Why, why hasn't it been encrypted to this day? So suddenly there is this 
I think, emphasis, one, because of fines, two, because of the threats that are out there and the, the damage that can be done, reputation under the business, and three, if customers need you to be encrypted. So I didn't mention breaches really yet, but all these other reasons, okay, come to Zetaset. We have the ability to instantaneously install and encrypt. And also on top of that, let's not forget one other thing, there's the key management piece of it. We have a key manager, it's virtual software. It's not the first thing we, we have a comprehensive solution. We want you to use our crypto. You can use somebody else's key manager, but if you don't want to, you can use ours. And we have another customer in the Midwest who said, look, I'm not super savvy. I don't have the largest deployment. I don't need a uh, pseudo competitor, I guess would be a key manager from them because it's like a McLaren or um, a Lamborghini but nobody needs that much. And so a lot of people are just happy with like a Toyota Celica and that we have that kind of key manager that says, Hey, it's good enough. It gets the job. It takes the key. And you know, it, if you've encrypted, hold the key, hold it over there. So when you say that, we'll go back to my total value prop. It, it's installs easy. It's easy maintenance. Now you can control the keys. You don't have to be an expert. It's transparent to the end user and it does it without impacting performance. So, we feel like, hey, legacy people, you're gonna get that push to get the encryption. I, I know it's intimidating, I know it is, but here's a package from Zetasat that can help you get it and give you peace of mind and get everyone uh, in balance and check all your boxes. That's legacy. On the other side of it, we saw the future coming with the DevOps and we got ahead of the game and we had talked with the likes of um, a Docker uh, container encryption. And we went to them and went, how are you doing the protection of the data? And they said, really, well, no one's doing it for us yet. So first mover advantage, of course. And we went right in, took advantage of that. And then the container folks said, well, Kubernetes is the next hot thing. What are you doing for there? Well, that's even exposed further than a container. So we created a product for that. Um, and then we had some of the major players come and knock on our door, um, whether it be like a Red Hat or a VMware or an HPE, who saw that, okay, if our our base is now migrating over to Kubernetes and containers. This is a differentiator to us for a certain level because security needs to be in. Like I said, the, the last question you asked, hopefully security this time is baked in a little bit more. And that's what we call DevSecOps. We want people to go from DevOps to DevSecOps. We're not the only piece of going to DevSecOps, but we are a big piece of it by encrypting the data. One thing I'll say about this is containers, they're great, love them. The security aspects of the other vendors that are out there, they're doing a great job. You know what they're covering? They're covering the integrity of the container, not the data that's in it. So here we are going, hey, look, great. These guys can monitor if somebody's messed with an application, whether there's something funky, so to speak, going on within monitoring and everything does impact performance, but it's very necessary. I do believe the other folks doing that are very important. But even them, when we go talk to them, we've partnered with a lot of them. They're not protecting the data. And in those instances, we're able to do protect the data in real time, transparently, without impacting performance. That's a huge value prop to anybody who's migrating to this. So that is why the big guys have come to us. That's why a lot of the technology looks at us and says, okay, you guys might be on with something that nobody else is. And I'm very excited about that with Zetaset because now I just, we have legacy and we have the future. And uh, I think the next year or so is going to be a breakout one for us. 
Tim, I wanted to ask you about that because I saw an earlier interview with you and you said that 2020 would be your breakout year. So mm-hmm. 2021, where is Zeta set headed? Zeta set will be, if, if we execute the way I know we can, and we have a great team here to do it, we're going to provide the de facto encryption across all of DevOps. We're going to be able to protect data wherever it is. And that because we're software, you're talking pervasive and we can like a, a container, we can spin up encryption and bring it back down. So effectively it's on demand. Uh, we will be offering the ability to have a multi-cloud where you can see everything. doesn't matter if the container is on-prem in private or public cloud, maybe you shipped a container from AWS to uh, Azure. How can you do that? Well, we have the ability to move with the container and keep it encrypted. So look at it as wherever the data goes, we're going to follow it and protect it. And uh, I really think when that message comes out, whether it's Fed, which we do have um, what I would say a lot of immediate interest because I, I think the technology now, if you do a little bit of a search on federal and uh, Kubernetes and DevOps, you'll start to see there's more articles, there's more interest. And we have had an interest in a couple of uh, the civilian agencies and some one of the three letter that say, all right, we are now embracing Kubernetes and DevOps, but we know we can't go any further with the data without having it encrypted. So even from that side, absolutely. From the top side of the financials, they uh, they see it, and they, they if you notice the financials will look at what Fed has and say, hey, are you FIPS? Yeah, we got it, and maybe that's the first checkbox. If the federal government says this is good enough for me, it's good enough for me uh, us to protect your your funds. Now go to the next one, like I started, healthcare. Got all this data, and I think you've probably seen it. Uh, healthcare, the, you know, the top end of it. I'm not saying it's everyone, but they're starting to adopt the DevOps. They're starting to adopt Kubernetes and containers. And we know that that needs to be protected as well. So all of those initiatives, you're going to see one, there's some of them have already started and the rest will be rolled out over the next uh, three to six months. And we, to us, when I took that interview, that was our breakout because I'm here telling you all about that right now. And that's the beginning of our breakout. We're coming out to the world and saying, we can protect your data with encryption wherever it is, in whatever form, in whatever technology, and however long you need it, and we'll, we'll be there with you. And that the results of all that, we Q4, we already see a nice pipeline building. And to your question about 2021, I, I really think you'll see that our presence in the market start to really show up. You'll hear the name more. And uh, I think we're going to make our investors very happy with uh, the revenue growth. Yeah, I'm really grateful for your time and insight today. Thanks so much. Hey, appreciate it, Tom. Have a good one. Again, the topic has been the fast future of encryption in healthcare. I've been speaking with Tim Riley, the CEO of Zeta Set. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field.